some reason I'm, I get in this closet and I'm like, to another episode of Table Talks where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my beautiful co-host, Alyssa. Hi, honeybees. All right, baby. So what have you been up to? Anything good this week? Uh, oh, God. I feel, again, it went out the door. It literally went out the door. Anything that <laughs> I did this week, it just disappears while I'm in the closet. Um, well, hopefully soon enough we'll be out of the closet, but... Yes, hopefully, but, um, no, I mean, most of it's been work. I've been really enjoying the weather this week. Oh my God, such nice I got, oh, I got my laser hair removal and my facial, which you guys saw on the Insta, but, oh God, do I love a facial. Like, there is just something about going and just being in that room. I said it just like I did on the Instagram. It's the ocean sounds, the, the music. The, the fluffy bed, it's heated. It, the fucking bed is heated. Yup, yup. And then just to sit down and, like, have somebody take care of your skincare. She takes off all my makeup, and she just, like, gives me this massage. The thing that she does with my head, though, that shit is grade A. Like, she, like, goes up my shoulders, and then she, like, pulls Scoops. right underneath the neck, and she gets that little divot yes. right by the neck, and she kind of just, like, holds it for a second until you breathe out, and then she lets it go, and you're just like, oh. <sighs> Tension gone. Yeah, it's I crazy. like fall asleep sometimes. Like yep. she's like, "Honey, it's over," and I'm like, "Oh, what? Sorry." Oops. <laughs> I was in heaven on Friday. That was that was my gift to myself. Pat myself on for some self care. Hell yeah. What about you? What'd you do? First of all, we had a business milestone, so that was super exciting. I like opened, which people are probably like, "This is a milestone." I opened my business bank account, which to me is a huge milestone because. That's been taking me forever because my license has been expired. And then I had, like, a debt to a bank that I didn't even know I had. So I was like, what the fuck is this? And they were like, oh, yeah, it's from, like, four years ago. And I'm like, and no one called me? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I finally took care of that. And then I finally got my license figured out, which, oh, my DMV nightmare. I drove all the way to, like, Western Mass. It was, like, an hour and a half in the car, probably, like, an hour Ugh. and 50 minutes in the car to drive to go figure out my license to get there and have a three-minute transaction because all they needed to do was collect my payment. Y'all couldn't have fucking called me instead of making me drive like four hours round trip. What? Yes. I I walked in, I sat, and I waited for my appointment at 410. You know the DMV is always running behind. Mm -hmm. So it was like, not too bad. It was only like 415, 4, I want to say like maybe 17 they call me in which is this is why i say it was a three minute transaction i was walking out the door by 419 
419. I was like, this is... And I looked at the man, and I, he goes, okay, so did you fill out the application online? I said, yes, sir, I did. He goes, okay, give me one second. What's your first name, last name? Okay, date of birth. Okay, last four years social. Okay, uh, oh, yeah, it's approved. We just need to collect your payment. And I said, excuse me, the fuck what? He goes, oh, my God, you came all, oh, my God, that's a far drive. And I was like, yeah, an hour and, like, 45 fucking minutes. And now I'm in four fucking o'clock traffic going home and at this point it's like 4 30 by the time I get my car I get my GPS set up and I'm I was livid but let me tell you I think I missed all of the traffic I did like a hundred in the left speed lane and I was like no I'm trying to miss all of the traffic (laughs) so once I finally got that figured out it still took me like almost two hours to get home because I ended up getting off before I was doing all of the major highways. So I was like, okay, there's 90 to 495 to 95. And I was like, by the time I got to 95 is when I started to hit the traffic. And I was like, okay, you know what? We're going back roads. And I got off and I went by like the Rentham Village and all of that. And I drove, so like I drove by Rentham. I went all the back roads and I decided, but what the good part about going the back roads was I found a lot of cute shops in a couple of breakfast places and Ooh, things to try. Yep. So that was cool. I was like, okay, you know, a little pissed off that I literally just drove basically four hours to go figure out my license without I could have literally completed over the fucking phone, but it's fine. I found some new shops. So was there no appointments nearby and that's yes. why I had to go all the way? Yes. <laughs> and I had to get this done for my job. I had to have a valid license, and I didn't have one. Oh, my God. So I had, like, I had to get it done, and I so I ended up. I would be rip shit yeah. if I did a dr- an hour-plus drive just to get there to turn around after I paid. Yes. He okay. goes, we just need to uh, take your payment. I said, excuse me, the fuck would you just say to me? I said, I'm so sorry. This is not your problem, but I have some internal rage right now. He goes, oh, don't worry. I have internal rage for you because the Department of Revenue fucked up this one guy's license. And only inside, they're supposed to be five years. They only gave him three on his license. <laughs> and he goes, so I was, I'm pissed for him. I corrected that mistake, and now I'm really pissed for you. I wish we had a whole department that would just, like, see approvals and call people for, like, you know, a payment instead of making people come all the way to the RMV. That makes more sense. And I said, I was like, I literally took a half day of work to come do this. Like, why can't I pay all of my bills via automated telephone, but you can't take my payment from my license? Right, right. Also, I think you gave me bad juju because I just got like a renewal or something in the mail from the RMV and I I was like, it is this year. Is it? Yeah, mine was renewal this year. So that's five years, baby. It's five years. Don't talk about it. I know. Jeez. I know. So did you get a new picture taken or did no. you? No. That's why I, I I went. I made sure I was looking cute. And then for them to tell me that I didn't even need to do that, I was like, I would be I'm, like, take my damn picture, sir. I genuinely thought that it was because like, okay, it's I took that picture when I was fucking like eighteen or seventeen. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm like, it's ten years. They probably need to like update my photo. Like, fine, whatever, no big deal. So I made sure I went in there looking cute, so I spent extra time that morning. So all in all, this whole day, I, and then we, that's the night we have our meeting, so I was up super late after that, and I was like, I have been awake since 5 a.m. this morning. I am ready for bed. It is 10 p.m. I am exhausted. Honestly, the (laughs) RMV is just a bunch of bullshit, and, like, you could just lie. Like, they asked me what my eye color was, how my height was. Like, I could have been like, I'm 6'2". Right. And I got brown, like a blue eye. Right? Like, it's ridiculous. So, needless to say, I was pissed about that. But, all in all, that led me to Friday, where I was able to 
get my business bank account done, which again, another Starbies like, Hey, we should sponsor us. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Um, and we, and I got a new mug, a new tumbler. This thing is fucking fire. It looks so like, it's so your vibe. Yes. But it's so cute. Oh, it makes me so happy. I've literally been thinking about this tumbler for like three weeks. So I finally like was like, I'm not waiting. The one thing that's going to allow me to get this is when I set up my business bank account. Like that is the reward. And I was like, I'm going to fuck. And I drove my ass right to Starbucks afterwards. I was like, doo, 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 I'm going to get my Starbucks cup. And I had just went to the Starbucks earlier that morning. So I knew the one that I was sitting at didn't have any. And I was like, please, 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 please let the Target one, please let the Target one have them. And they were stocked. Three shelves full stocked. And I was like, yes, that's my shit. And everybody's like, oh my God, that's the one I want, but I can't find it anywhere. I literally was texting all my friends back. I was like, let me know if you want me to grab you one. I'll just grab it. You can Venmo me. <laughs> it is a really hot looking cup. Tell yeah. them what it looks like. Okay, so it's orange. It's textured, but it also is like ombre orange. So it goes like orange. And then the, at the bottom has this like cute little bit of yellow. So it kind of looks like a nice little sunset. <laughs> and it makes my heart so happy. And it's got these little textures on it. It sounds so it is so much fun to just play I know with. the ASMR that you oh. had in that video. I think oh. she's already on TikTok, Hold you on. guys. I will. I did, but I'm going to get some ASMR for you guys right now. Because it literally is only just outside the room. It's so pretty. It's really a good looking cup. I, I have never bought a Starbucks cup, like, oh. ever. But That's just... Not, so I. Good. I just think personally, me, myself, and I, right. no offense to you, I just think no. it's a waste of money because all it is is the Starbucks logo, per se, yeah. and I'm not spending, like, 20 bucks on a cup where I could buy it on Amazon for, like, eight. Yeah, but agreed. I caught myself looking at a couple of those cups, and I was like, well, that one's fucking cute. The colors and the texture ones are getting better. Like, I genuinely, I saw, like, a lavender one they did, like, two or three seasons ago for spring, and I was like, I would never buy that. I wouldn't buy a textured cup. That's so weird. I don't think I'd want to hold it. And then I got nails, and I was like, I need it. <laughs> but they also, so, like, what was new is the covers were never textured, and neither were the straws. But now the covers and the straws are textured. And don't worry, it's not the outside of the straw. It's the inside of the straw. So it looks pretty. So, yeah, you can feel the straw. It's not textured on the inside, on the outside. But the inside, you can see, is textured. Like bitch to clean. I don't know. We're going to find out. But I don't, I don't, on these cups, I don't ever put anything more than water. It's only, like, my water or, like, a lemon in them. Oh. That's it. I don't put the, like, I don't go and have these refilled with coffee or anything like that. That's not, I don't, mm -mm, we don't ruin them. Not used for the intended purpose. <laughs> no, no, we don't ruin them. They get water and solely water. She's got That's her it. empty Starbucks, like, tumbler that she just bought beside her Trenta <laughs> fucking dragon fruit refresher in the regular cup right now. Tell me that you're a Starbucks bitch without telling me that you're a Starbucks bitch. <laughs> All right, darling. So what are we talking about today? Ooh, the art of persuasion. Ooh. So this topic is going to be, uh, I think the next few topics, I think we're just going to have a lot of fun with. Yeah. So they're a little bit more on the spas. This they alive. are. But they're like right up my alley. I love like dating relationship. Just those types of topics in general, but the art of persuasion is going to be about all things flirting, dirty talk, and sexting. 
I'm so excited for this. All right, so with this whole art of persuasion, do you want to give me the definition of flirting? Okay, so flirting or coquetry is a social and sexual behavior involving spoken or written communication as well as body language by one person to another, either to suggest interest in a deeper relationship with the other person or if done playfully um, for amusement. The second definition, which we gotta talk about, um, is behave as though attracted to or trying to attract someone but for amusement rather than serious intentions. Okay, so did you know that this is actually like almost like the definition of simping? Except like reverse, so it's like simping is where someone is like doing everything they possibly can for this one person who is basically not showing any interest. Isn't simping like the new de- term for like what people used to call whipped? Yes. <laughs> Which but, I didn't get that one either. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how can you simp for them? But I thought simping was just, like, for me, I thought it was, like, being overly, like, affectionate towards your spouse. Which I was, like, that shouldn't be, like, a negative thing. Like, guys are like, you're simping for her. But it really is where, like, that person is doing all of these things, whether it's physical, whether it's buying them things, something like that, without anything in return. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize there was, like, the no return part because our culture has made simping this, like, just being overly affectionate towards your partner. I think sim- well, simping started when you were talking about, like, fangirling. Yeah. So, like, if you're, like, really into some celebrity or idol, idol, you know, like a K-pop idol, for example, you know, like, you simp for them because you love them so much. You just, like, want to do everything and mm-hmm. anything. You support them. You stand for them. Right. But, like, now it's kind of morphed into more of, like, a relationship where you simp for your girl. And right. dudes just always think it's, like, a bad thing to do. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you love and care and are affectionate in front of other people towards your girlfriend. Like, gosh, that's so terrible. Like, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, isn't that what most people do when they're in love? Right, right. Yeah. Or just in a relationship where they genuinely give a shit about somebody else. So, anyway, that's a real side tangent, but... Yeah, so the second definition just bothered me because when we looked up flirting, like, we both looked up the definition, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, a struggle to find, like, what we actually, like, nowadays consider flirting, which is just, like, the act of just, like, trying to, you know, show interest in somebody, and it was all about, like, being a flirt, which I understand the definition of being a flirt. It means, like, you flirt with a lot of people, or it's just for fun or amusement to tease, but, like, that is not always, like, just what it is. No. And that's why I thought it was really weird, which is why we found the first definition, which kind of, like brought it in a little better but it kind of sucks to show that because it came from wikipedia that definition the first one came from wikipedia and like it's not like from a dictionary yeah and like it's it's strange because wikipedia is starting to be a more like valid resource than it was when you and i were growing up i know trying to write an essay and not use wikipedia it was the worst that was like a no no Mm mm-hmm so that is what flirting is it can be for just fun or amusement but it can also be for deeper intentions. Yeah. And so. I think that's where, like, we get lost in today's, like, dating eras. Like, flirting is only supposed to get you, like, into bed. And then, like, after that, it's like, peace. I'm out. Are you kidding me? I flirt with my spouse. I'll just spit everywhere. I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting salivating Spit-take. over here. Um, I flirt with my spouse, like, all the time for that like amusement because I'm attracted to him but like it's also more than that like it's for that deeper connection to let him know that like I'm still attracted like I think flirting's supposed to be fun and playful yeah. but I don't think it's just without like 
deeper intentions. Like, mm-hmm. it's the foundation of where you start a relationship. You start flirting with each other. You want to have that, like, chemistry and, mm-hmm. and, and fun with your partner before you dive into, like, okay, let's have a deep five-year-long relationship. Right, exactly. Like, you got to have that playfulness with your partner. And I think that starts here in, like, the flirting. Yes, ma'am. So... Can you tell me a little bit more about flirting? Because I feel like yes. I, there are so many things that I don't know. And I'm just going to be honest. Alyssa did all of these show notes for today. And when I logged in to do show notes, saw all her notes, I said, she got this. I'm just going to ask a lot of questions. I'm, I'm, I am on a roll. I've written the last <laughs> 10, 12. I did not. I did not. I just I waited. I didn't. I Jocelyn's didn't stop been it. doing the editing. Yes. That's hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yes, so I did the show notes, and um, I think I know what flirting is, but I really wanted to find, like, what types of styles there are. Okay. So I found that there was five flirting styles, which I thought was interesting. I was like, five? That's kind of a lot. Yeah. So there was a quiz. I obviously took this quiz, which I will have us linked down in the show notes, um, but... There is polite, traditional, sincere, physical, and playful flirting hmm. styles. That's funny, because I would have assumed, like, I understand physical, but I felt, like, when you say that, I, like, feel like traditional is, like, polite and sincere, and then it's, like, physical is, like, physical and playful. So, like, I would have only done, I would have only thought there were, like, two styles versus, like, five. I so. think there is some overlap, just like anything else, but yeah. polite was specific, um, Polite was, like, you're very well-mannered, you're kind of cautious, um, and you avoid behaviors that can be seen as inappropriate, needy, or aggressive. I wish more guys would figure that out on their first date. This one, traditional is very similar. Let me go over traditional first for this conversation. So traditional flirting style is to behave through traditional gender roles. So, like, man chases the woman, women look like Mm, Hawaii. Yeah. Um, So you're... That's when you're talking about, like, chivalry, you know, cooking dinner, um, holding the door. The man is more forward, actively approaching, while the woman has that passive or indirect um, style. So Mm -hmm. it's the chase. Mm -hmm. Uh, So with... I can definitely see where there's overlap between polite and traditional. It is, but... I think you have to take out the traditional gender roles. That's the big portion is that you yeah. don't you can be polite without having the gender roles. Yeah, and even like I feel like you can be polite and and be like traditional without being like super cautious because I feel like polite is also cautious. Like you're really trying to make sure there's a level of like consent between two people. Yeah, I think versus you're like traditional have that. is more like forward. Like like it's a, they're very fo- like it's very forward. Yes. The like, man is going after it's what he wants. Prey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the so chase. It's, so it's there's a little bit there's a little bit of difference there. Yeah, I think polite. Like if I were to throw an example up in my head, I'm thinking like you know maybe they both the man and woman or both people hold the door for each other. They're asking mm. for consent. They're not doing a lot of like PDA or anything like that. They're not going to be overly forward and touching on you. Mm-hmm. They don't want to come off as that like needy or like oh, you shouldn't be doing that out in public. Like, Mm. they're going to be more cautious about it. Mm -hmm. Traditional, you know, you you are, it's typically the man that's going to be opening the door. Mm -hmm. You you think the coat on the water puddle? (laughs) So then she can walk over like that at the chivalry. Just pick me up. (laughs) 
you know, the woman's playing and like, oh, I'm so innocent and I don't know what you're talking about. Stop being so dirty. Oh my gosh. Like the uh, coy, yeah. shy. No, that was definitely, yeah. Yes. That's not for me. <laughs> I think it has its time and place. I do love a chase. I don't yeah. know if it's in a traditional gender sense. No, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> um, but some tips for the traditional flirting style is that, you know, traditional and polite, like we said, have the same ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but traditional has the, you're breaking the ice in like a low risk way. You want to share your wants, um, and desires in the relationship. The goal is courtship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus like, I feel like almost polite could be on like a friend level too. Versus yeah. like traditional feels more on a romantic level. I think that's a great point, And I think that's a good, um, transition to like bring up the fact that flirting can have and its place in like a platonic setting as well like yeah i think we have to acknowledge that like flirting isn't like this big bad thing and that like it isn't always connected to like wanting to get in bed or a relationship it's yeah. just for like you know to be fun and playful and have a good time a lot of people don't see it that way no <laughs> and that's where like we'll talk about it in a little while down the road but like you can get into trouble if you're like a little bit more of like a flirty attitude or you come off in that manner yeah yes uh yes it, that mm-hmm. yep. it's very dangerous <laughs> so okay so those are the first two do what's the third one so the third one is sincere this is about creating an emotional bond you're going to develop um the relationship by showing support sharing and embracing their interests um some tips would be to develop a positive personality and unique traits and skills build Mm. the interest through eye contact mirror body language the goal is for you to have your the person you're interested in be comfortable and feel comfortable around you so you're kind of like creating that safe space yeah and i feel like sincere is almost like I feel like these could almost go in, like, steps instead of, like, f- like the five styles. Because I feel like sincere is also, like, when you're deeper into a relationship. you Or, like, you want to show that, like, sincere isn't just in the beginning stages of a relationship. I feel like this is throughout the entire relationship. The showing the support, the share- sharing and embracing their interests. Like, those are things that I feel like you need to maintain a healthy relationship. I, at least for myself. I would agree. I think that the styles of your flirting are going to overlap with the rest of how you are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, they they all align at some point. Like, we talked right. about, like, the emotional and other things in a different episode. Like, yep. they're all going to line up together. You're probably going to have similar ones across the board as far mm-hmm. as styles go. But I, I can't say that every person gets to the sincere stage yeah. of flirting and that type of style. Like, the traditional role, I don't see a man being, like, super sincere and being like, oh, it's okay, you can cry, tell me about your feelings, oh, I'm feeling like this, and share my feelings, like, I don't see that happening, and I don't think... I think that's getting to be a little more common now than, I feel like, when you and I were on the dating scene. I don't feel like that was as much a thing, like, sincere. Do you, do you find that in the dating (laughs) I, I, I did with my most recent, like, with my spouse now in the beginning very like oh yeah just like chase your goals like do your thing like the first few times we hung out we had had those deep conversations because I think we've said this plenty of times we hate small talk and he is the same way he's not a small talk guy like let's talk about the deeper things finer things in life and like let's go from there and we both were sharing like our genuine interests like what we want out of life like where we're what our personal goals are and we were both like super supportive in the beginning which I think both, again, gave that safe space. I have a question. Okay. 
So I, if I had to like label your partner as a flirting style, I'm gonna throw out that he's probably sincere. But I, I want you to now compare that flirting style and what you experienced with him to your last partner, who I would say was probably maybe more physical. Which oh, my last partner was a hundred percent more physical when flirting. When flirting, yeah, very. Very, like, touchy, very, like, needing to be, like, around you. And even my partner now is still that way, but in very smaller senses. Like, it's more in private than it is, like, publicly, where I feel like flirting is can is more, at least for me, it might not be true, but it's more, it feels more public. Like, there are usually, there's usually someone around when you're flirting with someone. Like, I could be wrong, but, like, so please correct it me. It happens behind closed doors as well. But yeah. But I think that it starts out in public. And right. that's why it makes... Again, I can read body language, and I'm like, I see that. I can yeah. see you guys flirt, and you're making eye contact. And all yeah, that. like it's very yeah. you can pick up on it. But I feel like he's very. My boyfriend now is very sincere and traditional in ways. That's one thing. I don't think that it's changed from this. Like I think that they all are in the dating pool, but I mm-hmm. think it's less likely to find someone that's more sincere because absolutely sincere you again you're creating that emotional bond with someone you, they're gonna embrace your interest be like oh you're really into art oh mm-hmm. you let me take you to a museum like they're gonna share their experiences just like they want you to share yours so that yeah. you feel comfortable the the tips that i gave like developing a, a positive personality and unique traits and skills is because Unique traits and skills is something you can talk about. That's your interest. Yeah, and you I know, feel like sincere is like friendship too. Like you could ha- you could have sincere emotional. Like you and I have an, a sincere emotional yeah. bond. Like I feel like this is, that flirting style can come into play in the in a friendship style, a platonic relationship. Like you know, just it's that's creating that safe space. Like you talk about, I feel like that's what's really sticking with me about the sincere. It, yeah, it's creating a safe space that the person feels comfortable around you. So you're developing that. That's how you go about flirting. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the fourth one, which is physical. Um, physical communicates sexual interest most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, this can lead to deeper intimacy and great chemistry. It's, pretty self-explanatory but can come off as more sexual in nature just because it is physical you're touching Mm -hmm. yeah um so some tips would be to practice attractive body language and appearance use body language persuasively the goal is confidence and action so this flirting Mm. style is very about your walking and talking like the smooth like I'm going to go and say, like, the dominant type alpha is a great role of that. He's going to walk up, saunter up to you yep. with the deep voice, have something absolutely fucking smooth to say, <sighs> and then he's going to brush your hair behind your ear and look at you and give you the the, the, the bedroom eyes, the, like, I'm ready to take you. <laughs> that's, a phys- that's the physical type of flirting. Like, you're yeah. going to be very handsy. You're going to brush hair, try to bump arms and elbows. You know, mm-hmm. that it's pass, the pass waist, the cup, touch the waist. Like, yeah. Make sure you're touching hands. Yeah. And that's why I think it becomes a little, it comes off more sexual in nature because yeah. you are trying to like get that connectivity through physical touch. Right. And that could just be, that may just be your love language. Um, 11 11. <laughs> Make a wish, everybody. So. With the tips, I thought it was interesting that you have to, like, it's practice attractive body language, which makes sense to me, but also it's about attractive appearance as well. Hmm. So you might have the, like, beautiful coiffed hair or, like, the, you know, nice in-trend style, and, you know, you you have to 
physical floating style somehow lines up with the appearance as well because mm-hmm. the eye is trained to look at you so that is the physical mm-hmm. aspect of it which I thought was interesting and also maybe a con at the same time yeah because you have to yeah. uphold all of that during your flirting yeah yeah absolutely so the last one is playful which I think this one kind of lines up with me mostly mm. so this one is very lighthearted, fun, it's satisfying to scratch the itch, but not typically developing past this. Mm-hmm. Um, tips would be to balance hot and cold. Think cat with a string. <laughs> um, utilize jokes and pickup lines, flirty phrasing or raunchy phrasings. Um, prepare for rejection. The goal is to play hard to get. I feel like I'm more playful once I'm in a relationship with you. Oh, I think I tend to be very, like, like, when I describe my personality, I feel like I'm, like, sarcastic and playful. Mm. And so I will make fun of you or, like, put, you know, <laughs> joke, joke, joke. Mm-hmm. And, like, people take that as very flirty. And I understand why. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't plan on developing anything past this. So that's just, like, in my nature. Right. So that's why I think it's, like, very lighthearted. Yeah. I, when I took the quiz, I actually came out with sincere. <laughs> which totally makes sense. I'm an empath. All of this, this podcast. Yeah. But I think playful and sincere hand in hand for me because I do I like that light I like to bring the lightness to the room too yeah. it's just like that fun you know jaunting atmosphere you're just like poking a little fun at each other yep. so I I like this style but I also don't know if it's for everybody mm-hmm. the playing hard to get no because at some point you gotta get, you might get got. Yeah. <laughs> caught, yep. And you have to be prepared for that, or like to deal with that rejection. Like I said, you have to prepare for like being either rejecting somebody, or if you're flirting with somebody that way to get rejected. Because yeah. it's not everyone's cup of tea. Mm-mm. So use with caution. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I feel like this like playful style gets used a lot through like. Tinder and Bumble and like more like date online dating. The pickup line. Yeah, yeah, more than like you'll see like in a relate like a long term relationship. I think playful is still there, but it's not in the same way. I it's think different. you'll see less like pickup lines or like little jokes, and in a full on like once you have your relationship, you're still flirting. You'll see mostly like the flirty. F- phrasing or like raunchiness yeah. come yeah. out oh definitely the raunchiness <laughs> i am raunchy as hell once you get to know me yeah. i'm already raunchy like i will make sexual jokes all the time but like especially in a relationship and then if i get comfortable around your friends forget it forget <laughs> yeah. it like now um like in my friend group my best friend my boyfriend and his best friend they're super close and her girlfriend and i are now like super raunchy around each other and she's like oh my god i love you and i was like i'm so glad that you've opened up and become raunchy so it's not just me in this party because it's always me just being super raunchy <laughs> and now she's starting to do the raunchiness and i'm like oh I don't feel so alone. <laughs> I'm the only, the only one making sexual jokes here. <laughs> I'll tell you, I think your flirting style is going to be built into the personality mm-hmm. that you already have. Yeah. So if you're already I'm a little already, raunchy and, yeah. like, sexual, you're going to have that, like, playful, raunchy jokes and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. All right. So what does flirting look like? Okay. All right. Tell me, what does it look like? I'm interested. So... Actions that show that you're thinking about them. So liking or commenting on social media, you know, thoughtful, playful interactions, posts, texts, kind gestures. Mm. I think 
the the posting and liking and commenting is a really big one nowadays. Yeah. Like a telltale sign. Back in the day when I we were in high school poking on yes! Facebook, that was like the telltale sign. You'd like poke each other. <laughs> and then as soon as they poke back, like poke, poke. And that was like a sign that they're into you. But also, again, like liking and commenting on all your posts, like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Like liking right. every. Yes, like yeah. all of those types of compliments. Or, like, but I think you have eyes. to be careful with those two because you can get carried away with overthinking about certain gestures in that way. Yes. So Some people I say, are just there to like like your life. Yeah, and like, they like the yeah, they like following you. Right, exactly. So I think be careful with that one. But also, yes, I think if someone is showing a little bit more interest, yep, you'll 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 be able to tell. Yeah, I think with the interactions, the posts, the texts, again, it it will come off as like the yes. flirty nature, the playfulness, um, kind gestures. I always think of like, oh, buying somebody lunch or getting them a card, thinking mm-hmm. of their birthday, their holidays, like, you know, checking up with their mom, like how their mom's doing if they're sick or something like all those little like kind, nice gestures mm-hmm. come along with flirting. Yeah. Yep. Body language. Ah, my bread and butter. I can't wait till we do our micro expressions. I can't wait. I've saved so many videos to explain micro expressions. I just need a camera. Okay, so body language when flirting, you know, we think about the eyebrow raises. <laughs> Me, it's like the, like, I'll give you a side look. Your eyebrow just raised up. Did it? It went boop. It popped <laughs> I, up for I a was second. Like, it's always the, like, I'll just, like, give a side look, and there's, like, a flirty little, like, corner to my mouth. When the, I, like, smirk. Yeah. Yes, the smirk. Yeah. The smirk. The, like, sultry little eyes, the mm-hmm. when you, like, what is it going on with TikTok? It's, like, when your eyes, like, move to the side, and then they, like, look at you, and then you get the little smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, prolonged, direct eye contact. I think that this, you got to make sure that it is prolonged um, and direct eye contact yeah, in like- a way, like... There's something behind the eyes. It's not, not just, just staring hollow. at you because you're talking. Yeah, because I even, like, I've made eye contact with people, like, sitting in a Starbucks or sitting at the airport. And, like, we're both hollow. There is, we are in another fucking world. And then, like, I've come to and I'm, like, I'm literally staring this person right in the eyes. And then they come to and they're, like, but we're both, like, that's awkward. A lot, so. of, a lot of people have trouble that I found with eye contact. I even had it myself, but now mm. I've kind of gotten over it to the point where I'm making people uncomfortable because I'm, st- <laughs> I'm like, trying to keep, like, I have anxiety, so I'll make sure I look you in the eyes so yeah. I make sure I'm paying attention. I'm more of a mouth watcher because sometimes I feel like I miss things, so uh, I pay attention to your mouth. I go between, but yeah. I try to make eye contact now, especially after that, I told that story on here, but that yeah. teacher, I just, like, had to make eye contact because he was making eye contact and I got over it, but I will say, as someone who does make a lot of eye contact... When I am flirting, there is less than perfect eye contact. I'm usually hiding my eyes because I'm like, I can't look at them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, making, like, little glances, but, like, <laughs> trying to make direct eye contact while I'm saying something flirty, it's like, ooh, <laughs> blush. <laughs> I feel like I got better with the direct eye contact once I got into a relationship. Then I was like... Oh, I can make direct eye contact with you. Or, like, if I just know you really well, I'm better with Oh, yeah, when I'm in a relationship, I, I can watch, we could just be fucking, and I could be like, oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> but, like, in the flirting stages where you don't know the person, yeah. and you're, like, still kind of getting the vibe and make sure that they're into you, it's like, eye contact? Maybe eye contact? A little glance? <laughs> Ooh. 
Um, fidgeting comes alongside of that. So example, like playing with their hair or sleeve, like you're fidgeting, like you're pulling your sleeves down. Um, you're not like twirling your hair, mm-hmm. trying to look cute. Or you're like, maybe you're just like, like, what you're doing I, mean, right now, you're I was like, like, I've literally been playing with this, like, one piece of hair this entire episode, but yeah. Are you flirting with me, Joss? Always. Sorry. <laughs> it's just my nature. So, um, touching, I think touching is more common. Forearm, um, push the hair back, especially if showing the palm. That's another, that's Ooh. a very key body language tip. Um, if you are showing your palm when you're flipping it out, so, like, think about pulling your index finger behind your ear if you are showing your palm to that person you're showing that you're open and like you're oh, you're interested yeah okay so like if you just did it to the side and you didn't open your palm you could yeah like, most of the time i just yeah you close your hand behind yeah, it my hands but if you're close. opening your palm it's like and then you trail down the neck <laughs> it's like looky looky what is for you yeah <laughs> Um, I get the forearm a lot. Absolutely. I'm I'm big when I'm flirting. It's like, it, the, or it's this. Like, I'll touch the bicep. I'm like, ha, ah, and laugh and touch you. Oh, I think the forearm's a very safe space because it's not like the hand because that's a little bit more intimate. Mm-hmm. Unless you make a handshake. Yeah. Doing the fist bumps. Uh, but the arm, I think, is mostly from, I feel like... For men, mostly, because you're, like, feeling up on the biceps. Maybe I'm wrong. That's Mm. just a personal opinion. But, like, the forearm is that safe space. It's not too high, not too low. It's, like, Mm. right there, and it's accessible. So it's an easy one to be like, oh, I want to touch you. Like, I'm floating. Yeah. Mm. Hi. (laughs) Um, Brush hands or feet. So think about, like, we're walking alongside somebody, and you might just brush your fingertips along while you're walking. More footsies at at a dinner. Yeah. I don't... (laughs) I don't think I've seen anyone play footsie in a very long time. No, I've seen I feel a lot like of movies. I, I feel like I do that more like in a home setting when we're like comfortable. Like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't, now that I, you say that, I was like, I don't think I've ever done that out in public. I don't think I would see somebody playing like full on footsie. Like when I think full on footsie, it's like your shoes are off and you're like entangling oh, yeah. feet. Like, I think if you're touching, you're like the feet. Oh. Maybe like you guys are like on a on a like a casual hangout and you're like with friends watching a movie and you're like want to flirt with them. You might like brush your toes across mm-hmm. like casually. Yeah. Or like just leaning against them. Like that, that, but that's where it lays. Like I don't think you guys would be playing like entanglement under the Yeah. Feet. Like basically like I'm trying to fuck you, but with my feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is another key um, body language is being leaned in. So if someone is interested in the, in you or if you're interested in them, you're going to be leaned in because you're engaged in the conversation. Mm. You're interested in that person. So a really good sign is feet or knees pointed towards you. So especially us women, you know, if like your the, knees are the towards car. the person. Like, yeah, it, again, in the car, if you're sitting side by side in the movie theater or something like that and your knees are leaned towards that person, it's a sign of interest. Where I feel like you're kind of, like, disinterested. You might have them away or, like, just keeping your feet away or pointed mm-hmm. in the other direction. Or when you're mad. Like, that's the big thing. Like, when women get, like, the big thing going around on TikTok is, like, seeing women be, like, their boyfriend will say something and they instantly just, like, turn the knees. And the boy's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, put those back over here. <laughs> like, it's, like, the instant sign of, like, disconnection of some sort. The feet is more, like, when you're standing. I think it also mm-hmm. comes from, like, when you're cross-legged, especially us, when we cross our legs. You might have your foot pointed towards that person. Um, but when you're standing... Oh, you I can't look, say that one for myself, only because I get uncomfortable one way, so I always switch to the other. I do as well, but so. think about, like, where your foot is actually pointed. Is it, like, behind your other your other leg, or is it, like, pointed directly at that person? Oh, I find that uncomfortable. I just... It goes to the side, whatever way it's fucking pointing, that's the way it's going. I think that feet come into play when you're standing. Mm-hmm. 
And so if your feet are pointed in the direction of that person, you're they're interested. Yeah. Um, physically, there's the close talking, whispering, um, move closer, join your space bubble. Mm-hmm. So, you know, think about st- someone standing behind you and they whisper in your ear. Yeah, that's like invading your your space bubble. So if you're in that bubble, like I'm a very don't touch my bubble. Mm -hmm. And if you're in my bubble, like I can tell you're floating with me. All right, so some tips while you're flirting. Body language again, appearing open, inviting. Avoid crossing your arms, shifting your feet, or being closed off. If you cross your arms, that's usually showing a sign of discontent. Or like you're closing yourself off to you. You want to feel open and inviting so someone's going to be wanting to come up to you. So leave your arms either down by your side. Um, avoid shifting your feet like you're fidgeting back and forth. Try smiling. Shoulders back. Hands at your side. A warmer touch. So everyone loves a smile. I would say as someone who doesn't want to smile for everybody, if you don't enjoy smiling like that, like you're just like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, do it in a way where it shows flirting. So what I mean by that is you are going to keep your straight, normal face, mine's resting bitch face, and then when you're going to be walking by, say, a bunch of people, you're not going to smile at them. We don't care. We don't We don't smile for everybody. But you're going to gaze across the person that you're interested in, look at them, and then give that smile. That way it shows, it shows that you're interested. You light up for them. Right. Um, that makes sense. Shoulders back, I think, is just a very, like, confident stance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Get caught checking them out. I think that goes for itself. Yeah, there's no explanation (laughs) needed. Next! (laughs) Show sensitive skin areas. Shoulders, neck, back. Um, This is, like, I think a lot of games we played in, like, middle school, high school. Maybe you're wearing, like, a tank top or an off-the-shoulder. It's just that, like, sensitive area. The clavicle is very, like, a delicate area. So if you're showing those... It's just a sign that you're kind of, like, flirting open. Yeah, I just say be careful with this one because I feel like nowadays people wear what the fuck they want and it's not a matter of, oh, I'm showing this off for you. Like, no, it's because it makes me feel good. Yeah. So I say be careful with that one. I agree. Um, Make note of their body language. Are they open, leaning in? Are they short with their answers? So Self-explanatory, I feel like, pretty much. (laughs) Ask questions and compliment, you know, good openers, for example, oh, I'm new here, what drink would you recommend? Wow, I love that shade of blue on you, it really brings out your eyes. I always say a good opener is not what, like, how you doing? Yeah. (laughs) It's not like, oh, can I buy you a drink? And it's not a compliment on something like, oh, I really like that shirt on you, because it's probably like you're looking at my boobs or something. Like, yeah. You're going to compliment something that they're wearing in a non-sexual way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it just asking questions and complimenting prompts for deeper conversation. You ask questions, they're gonna want to open up and have those longer answers. It's not gonna be like, "Oh, can I buy you a drink?" No. Yes. Okay. Bye. <laughs> You're asking questions, so it's gonna prompt for more conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you do get those shorter answers, then then the answer is no. Like, then get the fuck out. Uh, give your number rather than ask. This, I think, is a power move because it puts the ball in their court. There's no pressure on their end to give out their number or call. 
So if you are feeling, you know, really confident, you're really interested in somebody, give your number. Yeah, like the one time I gave my number when you and I went out to lunch one day, I gave my number to the uh, waiter. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. I showed up and was like, yeah, here's my number. I left it on the back of the receipt. I never heard from him, but whatever. But that's an easy way to know if someone's interested with you. And it also, it takes the pressure. I think, especially us, like, we're women. We've had a lot of people hit on us. It's really uncomfortable to be like, oh, give me your number, like, I already don't give my number out to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Unless we're, like, really on a close basis. But then to, like, give some stranger my number and then they might be contacting me all the time and I just have to end up ghosting them because they're annoying me because I wasn't even interested in the first place. Mm-hmm. Put it in their court. Give your number and let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, read the room. Read the room. And I think it's hard to read the room when you're sitting in a bar and you're trashed with your friends but it's probably not the best time to be trying to flirt with the girl down the bar that you think is hot because I guarantee you it's not going to go over really well because you're not mentally capable of reading the room properly this is, that's a good that's a good point you're right um, so reading the room know when it's time to go or that the person isn't interested you know oh it's been lovely I've got to get back to you know my friends or I'll let you get back to your studying. Whatever it is, read the room, know people's body language. If they're giving you short answers, they're not making a lot of eye contact, they're just kind of feeling a little miffed, let it go. Back off. Yep. You don't want to make... Your your flirting should not make people uncomfortable. Because if someone's actually genuinely interested with you, they'll be flirting back. And Mm -hmm. if they're not doing that, let it go. Let it go. Move on. There's plenty of fish in the sea, genuinely. There are plenty of people. Okay. We're going to dive into dirty talking and sexting after the break. I am sweating up in this closet, so we're going to take a short break so I can air out. (laughs) All right, and we're back to talk about dirty talk and sexting. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give us the definition of dirty talk? Um, I think we should go for the precautions first. Okay, perfect. Let's roll with that. So, obviously, we're talking about dirty talking and sexting, and... There's some cons that come along with the pros, so you have to be cautious when you're starting or entering into that territory. So laying very clear boundaries and intent. Um, Set clear intent and expectations. Define your limits. um, Set those guidelines, wills, wants, and won'ts. People assume you are flirting with them when you're really nice, too. That's the other little tidbit that goes alongside we mentioned that earlier but when you start to get really flirty or maybe you're getting a little raunchy yeah they're gonna people have people that like assume Assume. that you were interested in them and And remember assuming makes an ass out of you and me so don't assume make sure like Alyssa just said make sure there's clear intentions and boundaries set around what's going on yeah and what you're willing and and won't talk about Mm mm-hmm um, consent, 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 consent. <laughs> we don't need to talk too much about that. Uh, it's just a must. Yes. Uh, safety precautions. So we need to talk about the things that can happen with sexting in particular. Mm. Um, the risk of leaked photos being, I think, one of the highest. Yes. I know that lawmakers have put into a lot of states um, laws against releasing photos photos and like nudes and stuff like that of people's partners but it can and does happen and there's even websites for 
just getting revenge and you can put photos on those websites so please be careful don't put your face in any photos unless it's somebody that you trust and even then be careful yes because the most trustworthy person can become untrustworthy after you guys break up Mm -hmm. or something bad were to happen that revenge porn you know yep um i can't tell you how many sadly horror stories i heard of girls that would make sex tapes with their boyfriends and find it plastered all over Pornhub after they broke up. Honestly, it's still on my won't list. Mm-hmm. I will not. As my, it, It's sexy. It sounds appealing. I think I'd have to find someone that absolutely 100% I'm planning on being with them for the rest of my life yeah. before I even consider. And even then, that's a, that's a it's scary still, one you know, for me. It still reminds me of, what's that, um, the movie where they, they end up airdropping their sex tape to like the entire phone book that they have which is like the mailman oh like their God. mother and what? like their parents yeah there's like it's, a, it's definitely a movie i don't know which one but um i watched it and i was laughing hysterically because they basically left the kids they like sent the kids to the grandparents house and then like they had a whole night of like going through a kama sutra book and like videotaped it and then airdropped it he thought he airdropped it to his laptop and he airdropped it to his entire contact list so like his boss like her boss oh like my all of Lanta. these people like the pa- both of the sets of parents like the mailman like yeah <laughs> everybody got this no face in your photos or videos people <laughs> yeah so um discuss deleting pictures procedures so talk to your Mm. partner and the person you're sexting planning to sex with about oh they're gonna delete the photos right after or you're gonna delete them in front of me um Mm -hmm. whatever your procedure is but have one in place uh have passcodes on your phone or photo folders you can there's specific apps i think they in my research they mentioned cosmo has a list of apps that are Mm -hmm. like secure for that very usually like the best one i can say yeah i mean i have never had like a specific app or like a password in my photos but I always have a passcode on my phone and I think you keep a specific folder. Yeah so like well that's the one thing that I like about iPhone is you can click the hide button and it will put it in a separate folder and it's like it's literally called hidden photos and it's all the way like in your photo album it's all the way it's pretty much at the bottom like above like deleted items and like one other thing snapshots or screenshots or something it's like right there so and I think I have mine set up that it I have to enter like the passcode to my phone in order to get in so you can set up those sort of settings and then they also like like we said there's apps that you can use and I know specifically keepsake is one because when I had an android android didn't have that option to like hide photos with a passcode so I used keepsake to keep all of like my nudes in there or just like photos or just things that yeah. I necessarily didn't want people seeing. No one wants to like be showing a photo of their new car and then grandma scrolls left and she's looking at your ass cheeks mm-hmm. like <laughs> so. I can't tell you how many times I'm like looking at photos and I'm like I need to go hide that because I'm about to show somebody a photo on my phone and like I'm like yeah hold on one second I, I'm tr- having trouble finding it hide <laughs> oh yeah there it is <laughs> yeah so, so definitely take your safety precautions seriously yep the other thing which I didn't think about but is very valid is no shared Wi-Fi so if you're on shared Wi-Fi for example like if you're at work and you're sexting it can be monitored Oh yeah, Joss is making the oh gosh face. I have I have sexed it at work. Like I'm not gonna lie, but I almost did this week. So our 
I didn't. I, I've never but... had, like, the IT guy reach out to me and be like, so, hey. How um, you doing? I saw <laughs> sex. Like, no. But just be mindful of the fact that, like, if you're on shared Wi-Fi, even, like, a Starbucks Wi-Fi, for example, um, you know, be careful. Yeah. Private network is the safest. A VPN, even. Mm-hmm. Um, so take your precautions. I think another um, safety precaution you have to understand or acknowledge before you go into sexting is the hurt or caught feelings that can arise you know you're talking about this intimate type of things you're very flirty you're very forward it's an intimate act even if it doesn't feel like it's it's an intimacy like you're not looking for a relationship but Um, somebody else might and it's sometimes easy you can change your mind and and Mm -hmm. get those feelings and you just have to be careful i think you have to keep a really big open line of communication if you guys aren't interested in going to relationship I think the other side of that is is that if you're getting your needs met somewhere else like while sexting you know say you're sexting some friends with benefit it might relinquish your desire to want to get into a relationship because you're getting your needs met yes that's a yes yes i've heard of plenty of like you know people that i've talked to that have done online dating they're like I only talk to one person at a time because I'm getting my needs met. So, like, I kind of shut myself off to the idea of having multiple people because that's just, like, one, that's not really the type of person that I am. And, two, like, this person is fulfilling the desire that I want. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's really good perspective, like, introspection on yourself to know that that's how you are. So, you like, some people are like, I don't even do dating apps because it's just, like, once I meet one person, we, we talk more than a week. Like, I cut myself off to everybody else, and, like, it just doesn't work for me. And I'm like, oh, well, at least, like, people recognize that that's a, that's a real thing. Yeah, I think you have to talk with yourself and be like, is that what's happening? Mm-hmm. Two other ones that are safety precaution is the self-confidence doubt um, and also being smart when reusing old photos. <laughs> I think Jocelyn can speak on the second one, but self-confidence you can be the most confident person, and you can still doubt yourself when you're having a sexting or dirty talk relationship it's it's a lot like I said it's a very intimate deep connection and you're opening yourself up to that other person you might want to take a really sexy photo and then you're like looking at the photos I mean I've taken plenty of sexy pics and sometimes you're like oh gosh that like little muffin top at the top or like oh this doesn't look right it doesn't my face isn't looking sexy like and then you can start to doubt yourself and not want to send the photos so just be I aware. promise. Send the photos. They're going to love it. Yeah, they're going to be fire. Yeah. But when sending the photos, yes. Jocelyn can elaborate. She she introduced this to me. Um, be smart when reusing those old photos. So yeah. what does that mean? So basically, when you go to reuse an old photo, um, when that person is going to save it to their phone, their phone is going to categorize that by date. So if you used a photo from July of like 2019 and it's January of 2022, screenshot that bitch <laughs> and send the screenshot. Crop it, make it look nice, and send the screenshot because so it's about it the will time. Get, it, yeah, it's about the time it was taken. Oh, so I would, that's that's what it is. I also was thinking about like the folder you put it in. Say you like maybe facetuned it or something. It would say like folder slash download slash facetune or something like the property details mm. of the file but it's more about like when you time. when you save it yeah because i know like i have definitely used old photos and then gotten the hey when did like i i saved it and i can't find it and i'm like 
fuck? That was like a three-year-old photo, and I just didn't want to take a sexy pic. Like, I was already in bed with the lights off, and I'm like, fuck. I think that's realistic. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're not always going to be, like, sexy pic ready or yeah. want to get up and take a sexy pic, so you're going to reuse one. Or maybe, like, that fire ass shot. Yes. And you're that's just like, my people need to see this. <laughs> so, like... Just be cautious when you're reusing old photos. Like yes. Justin said, screenshot it. That way it changes the date to the day you're you're sending yes. it. Yes. Yes. All right. So getting into why do we dirty talk in sex? The spontaneity, fun. the fun, it's light, it's spicy. Um, the fantasy, discovering or trying something new. You're doing a little role playing while mm-hmm. you're sexting. I think the deeper interest in... Yeah. Rewind. <laughs> Uh, I think the deeper intimacy is another one. Like, we do think mostly for, like, long-distance relationships, but you're forming a connection while you're away from that, your partner, even if it's just you you guys are at work. Work. Yeah. Um, It gets to know your partner's sexual interests as well. You guys open that door, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Yeah. But, Joss, do you want to give the definition of dirty talking? Sure. So, dirty talk is the practice of using graphic word imagery to heighten sexual pleasure before and during sexual intercourse. It's commonly a part of foreplay. Dirty talk can include vivid erotic descriptions, sexual humor, sexual commands, and rude words. Mm. I think when I think of dirty talk, it's very in the moment, like a face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Or like yes. before, during, maybe even after sex. Yeah. It's like something you're actually verbally saying. Yeah. Um, so I think we've talked about both types, which is with with yourself and with a partner. Mm-hmm. I use the self all the time. I was going to say. Especially during masturbation. With yourself, it sounds weird, but you do. You kind of have to, sometimes you have, you have to, to like hype yourself fantasy. up. You got to think about it. You might talk something, even if it's just like a little like, oh, fuck me. Like mm-hmm. whatever sentence you say. Um, oh, no, it's a whole plot line. It's a whole plot line. Are you, like, out loud? It's a whole story. No, I'm not saying it out loud. It's all in my head. But, like, yeah. Like, it's a whole plot line in order to, like, get myself to the point. Like, I can't just, like, okay, we're just going to stick the toy down there and it's, like, okay, we're done. Like, no. Like, I have to have, like, the build-up, the whole shaboodle. You're dirty talking to yourself. Yeah, I think most of it can happen internally. But I think sometimes bringing it outside, too. Like, it makes Mm. it more realistic. Like, your eyes are closed. Maybe you have that little role-play fantasy. And then you're just like, oh, yes, fuck mm-hmm. me. Like, and, it, like, that gets your, your gears grinding. Yeah. And, like, you just, it's that much more. Gets your gears grinding. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good pun. You weren't even intending it, but it was good. <laughs> um, and then with your partner, um, again, this is with whoever you're interested in, your partner that you might be having sexuals with. Yep. And you are actively saying things to elicit a response from your partner. Mm-hmm. This might look like talking, um, whispering, maybe it's by phone, email, or text. I feel like email and text don't necessarily go with dirty talk. I feel like those are more in the sexting category. I feel like phone is 100% dirty talk because you can obviously call a hotline and do it that way. But I would agree, but I would think I put sexting under anything mobile device. Um, for me, like, that's phone sex or sexting. Okay. But, like, dirty talking, I think, is in, is very in-person, like, out loud Yeah. my view on it. Yeah. That's how I've always viewed dirty talk, too, is very verbal versus, like, texting or emailing. Oh, my God. Can you imagine dirty talking through email? What are we in the 90s? 
You've got mail. <laughs> I can't. I can't even imagine. Oh my god. Would you like to give us some examples of these? Oh, I would love to. Uh, so you have you kind of have to get creative if you're shy it's kind of hard to get rolling or like maybe you're like me like i can write all of the dirty things i've read so many smutty books like but when it comes to like saying it out loud or you're put on the spot and they're like tell me something dirty or dirty talk and i'm like "Uh, uh, uh." Uh, it's Um, like the whole entire library of dirty talk that i have in my head fantasy goes out the fucking window yeah just like like when i ask you like oh what'd you do this week i don't know and it's like, okay, moving on. Yeah, I I am very, I'm someone who gets really nervous about dirty talk because I also don't want to say the wrong thing and my partner's just like, yeah. <laughs> like, that sucks, right? Like, you just killed the mood because you didn't say the right thing. Yeah, I think that a lot of people think dirty talking it has to be like this utterly raunchy, Mm-mm. oh, so disgusting, very visual, um, like descriptive words. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like that. It can be very light and just small little phrases. So I wrote down things like, would you like it if I dot, dot, dot. So like, would you like it if I licked your nipples? Or, yeah. Um, you know, do you like that? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, com- that's a that's very, very good common. one. Yeah. I also saw one on TikTok that um, somebody was like, uh, while you're in the middle of foreplay, if they're like struggling to find words, all you need to do is just answer "I know." Ooh. And they—that's I was like, that's that's hot. What? What? Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> so that's an idea. That is a good one. Uh, more examples like "I want to make you come so hard" or "Till you cry." Whatever you want to mm-hmm. add to that, you can get as spicy as you like. Um, what do you want me to do to you? I love this one. I think it kind of opens up that door too. So you can, your partner can be like, oh, I want you to, you know, fuck me from behind Mm -hmm. doggy style and pull my hair. Mm -hmm. Like what? And it kind of opens that door and it's an easy start to dirty talking. Yeah. And two, that also like lets your partner know what you're interested in and what you're, what you want to hear. So like your partner could reiterate that phrase to you later or at another time and you can be like yep that's the one i told you yeah yep absolutely um this one i think can go either ways you can say how badly do you want blah 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 or i want it so badly i want the x so badly that this is whatever yeah um i love how good your you know tongue feels dick whatever Mm -hmm. adjectives you want to use in there um I think the simpler ones is just like getting to the the nitty gritty mm. harder faster slower deeper those descriptive words and it's also like what you're looking for sometimes yes. you want that slow and deep you want oh fuck me harder mm-hmm. like whatever it is you kind of just describing and that's dirty talk in itself yep absolutely um i think this one's a little bit more confident i love this one this is what i'll say i love this one too i think it definitely takes a little bit of confidence so maybe not start with this one right away if you're new to it it's, I need you inside me, or I need your pussy on me mm-hmm. for both guy and girl, whatever the situation is. Yep. Um, I, it's just very, it's like a hot. It's very hot. It's very hot saying, like, yeah. I, like need, when, I need you, and then you're, like, inside, like. Yeah, it's, like, almost when the foreplay's been too long, you're, like, I just need it. Like, I fucking need I it. I want to feel you, you know, yep. whatever it is. Um, again, more simple ones. Fuck 
fuck me, oh yes. I feel like those are pretty common. Like that, those might just roll off the tongue if like uh, it you, gets hot and heavy. Some people aren't as uh, as like vocal Verbal. in bed, so those are like simple ones where you can add that little bit of dirty talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last example, I think, is either going to be like a name. You use the name of said person. Or you guys have, like, those sexual nicknames. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, give me a name. <laughs> bad at picking. I don't want to pick a bad name. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I've seen too many names in food service to be like, could you imagine having to call someone X in the bedroom? And I'm like, ugh, call me by my name. Fuck me harder, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for any Gregs out there. <laughs> um... But, like, something like that, like, you know, you can just say one of the phrases we talked about and then adding their name. Something about mm-hmm. the name feels more personal, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm about to come. I said someone's name. <laughs> I can't get back. I can't get my name. My, I came up with Jeffrey, and I was like, that's not. <laughs> no. Uh, if you, for some reason, have somebody, your partner has kind of a name you don't want to scream out. Uh, you can use like those other nicknames. Maybe it's baby love. You can keep it nice mm-hmm. and sweet, or you can just say you know mommy, daddy, master, brat. Yeah. You know, get into the like kink Sir. fetish types. Yep. All right. So that ready? brings us to sexting. My favorite topic. <laughs> I love sexting. All right. Do you want to define sexting? Sure. So sexting is basically just sex. And texting, which is sexting. Um, this is the action or practice of sending sexually explicit photographs or messages via mobile phone. Mm. I love that you wrote that. I was like, what are we in the 90s? Yeah, like who actually calls it a mobile phone? Like cellular <laughs> device? Yeah. Like it's just a phone. Like yeah. cell phone. Um, and this is can also be uh, shared desire with a partner or interest via text message. So say like you're happen to just be reading an erotic novel at home while your partner's doing whatever, and you can text them and be like, "Hey, so I'm reading the sex scene, blah 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 blah. Like we should try X, Y, and Z." I'm and getting like that really makes, hot and bothered. Yeah, like I'm, when are you coming home? Like those sort of things. Like those are my favorite to use. Like when are you coming home? Like I'm horny for you. Like those are my favorites. I'm horny for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll use that one a lot. I'll be like, "I'm horny for you. When are you coming home?" And it's like, nah. I do use the term horny, but it's just one of those words I just, like, prefer not. It's like using tummy over stomach. I always use stomach. <laughs> I don't like using tummy. And I think the same thing. I don't like horny. I think I, I don't like, I use tummy because I think, like, I think of children. So, like, that's why I don't really use tummy, like, sexually or, like. Not anything. even just sexually. It's just a commonplace, like, terms. People be like, oh, your tummy hurting? And I'm like, my stomach's hurting. <laughs> I guess I have used it in that way before. I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm always like, it's more to me relevant for kids. And I wonder if that's because I have a lot of young kids in the family. So it's always like, oh, tummy time. Like, that's what I think of. So I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So everyone has a preference. Talk about word choice to partner. Yes. Because you could very, very quickly turn your partner off if you use the wrong word choice. Yeah. Instead of horny, I like to use turned on. Mm. I like Hot to use wet for me, wet for you. Like, that's another one I like to use. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, so since, before we get into all of our lovely examples, let's get some tips. Okay. So, honestly, there are so many different types of tips. I couldn't even name all of them. Okay. I think you just got to give it a good Google search if you're really struggling. But these came specifically from an Astroglide, which is the lube company. Um, so, these are, like, ten tips 
for starting sexting. So again, make sure it is consensual, consent, consent, consent. Um, talk to your partner, make sure that they're okay with doing that. Don't just like pop up a sext. Yeah, <laughs> and like make sure there's like, you know, that if you sex them at work, it's not gonna make them uncomfortable. Cause mm-hmm. like they may be like, mm-hmm. I'm at a dinner with my parents and you're just like, oh, I can't wait to fuck you later. And I'm like, like, yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I think, I'm sure if anyone's been on TikTok, they've seen the, the ones where it's like, oh, I send my man, like, a dirty text while at dinner with my parents. And, like, the phone's on the table, and the mom looks over. <gasps> oh! And it's like, why? Like, why would you do that? Like, don't do that. Uh, I saw the videos of, like, people sending a sex while they're in, like, a group of group atmosphere and again the reactions because like you don't know how someone's going to react to a sex mm. so just make sure you have that consent you guys talk about like when and where is okay yep um time and place be honest and upfront. Mm. so talk about any nerves or anxiety that you might have around sexting um like i said talk about those like deleting pics procedures whatever if it's making you feel comfortable and not comfortable um something that you will not do mm-hmm. finding those limits um, practice safe sexting. Do you trust the person? Do you feel comfortable? Again, that goes back to the safety precautions. Yeah, no, and boundaries. No leaked photos. You're not. Yeah. You trust that person entirely. You guys feel comfortable. It's an open, safe space. Yep. Um, use sexting as a warm up or foreplay. Ooh, I like this one. This I love this because I always talk about like sexual tension, mm-hmm. building that anticipation. I think Absolutely. that is the best type. Like if I had to be stressed or like tense. I hope it's sexual tension. Yes. <laughs> because it's, it's building that anticipation. Maybe you sexed before a date or uh, your partner comes home. I think those are really common. I love the idea of sexing before a date. I live with my partner, so there's not really any, like, sexing before a date. But say, I, like, you don't live with your partner. You can no. send a, a flirty, sexy sext, and you're saying, I'm not wearing any panties. And then you go to the date, and now he's thinking about the fact that you don't have any panties on. <laughs> Yeah. And now he's got to sit through dinner, and you guys have that sexual chemistry. You're building that tension. So then he knows when you're going home. It's getting down and dirty, baby. Yup. So use it as that warm up. Foreplay is super, super, super important. Mm-hmm. Women especially need a lot of work up and foreplay. Yep. And so this is a great way to start and get the juices flowing. Um, get into it and try asking questions. So. If you're still new, you can try, like, what are you wearing? Um, What would you do if I was with you right now? Mention their favorite body part or the favorite body part that you like. uh, What you're going to do to them. That's my favorite. If you sex me what you're going to do to me and then you actually follow through, I'm going to be like, fuck yes. But if you don't follow through, I'm going to be like, meh. Um, Meh. And I'm probably going to be... the sexual tension is not going to be on the good side of sexual tension. I'm going to be ang- I'm going to be horny angry about it. I can, you can't even call that hangry because hangry is when you're like hungry angry, but like I will be horny angry. Horngry. Horngry. <laughs> That's not a great term. No, but you know what I mean. Like you go a few days without sex and you're like fuck me. Like I'm I'm angry now. Like you I told me you're to gonna laid. loosen up all these buttons and you, you still keep fronting <laughs> like pussycat dolls, you know. Um, the next tip is details, details, details. Mm-hmm. I live for the details. I think a big portion, because you have to remember, you don't have the ability to, like, see your partner, see their reactions, or, like, feel anything. You can't touch them. So your words are going to be your weapons. Yes. So 
you're going to be providing a lot of descriptive details, little bits of information, maybe the color of your, your undergarments, um, you know, the heavy breathing, that you're breathing hard because, you know, you're really turned on. Um, I said, think smutty book writings, adjectives are your best friend, hard, thick, thrusting, like, mm -hmm. you're going to use as many descriptive words as you can. If yep. you ever read a romance novel, even if you haven't, read a short erotica, and you will have all the, the lineup for how it's supposed to go via sexting. Yep, absolutely. So, a great, like I said, you start with the questions, start adding those little sprinkles of details, build it up. Um, and then use all of the senses that, you know, visual, audio, words, GIFs, it's GIFs, by the way, the actual creator of G-I-F pronounces it GIFs. Okay, <laughs> I don't GIFs. like it. I don't like it. <laughs> he can say it however he wants, but I'm still saying GIF. And I'm, I'm with the people that are like, I've always had my toilet paper the underway. I don't care if the manual says it goes the other way, it's being under. Like, I don't give a shit, it's called GIFs. <laughs> Moving so, along. Okay, words, gifts, emojis, um, voice notes, videos. You're cheesing mm. by trying to elicit a response from your partner. You I know? don't like gifts so much because they're not. I don't. They're more funny than they are sexual. But I think it has its it has its time and place because maybe you're still in the beginning, early stages of sexting. Mm. You're like, oh, you know, I just felt really hot and bothered by this book I was just reading, and you start talking, and he's sending you like the. <sighs> <laughs> like a gif and it's like the guy's just like fanning himself in the in the gif and he's just like woo like this is spicy you always think about like the eggplant emoji the peach yeah, emoji yeah i was like butt, the yeah. water or the um the little purple devil like that one yeah yeah absolutely and they're coming out with new emojis, so keep keep a lookout on your keyboard. There may be more hot smutty ones coming your way to use yeah i actually just use the angel emoji a lot because I was just like, oh, me? What do you mean? I'm innocent. I didn't do... Th what are you talking about? What feelings are you feeling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Please explain. But using all of those senses is really going to get you guys hot and bothered. You know, oh, absolutely. Take a, a picture of you taking your bra straps off. Or I... This one was a great day. When we talk about nudes, man... You put your phone on the ceiling fan, mm -hmm. and you take that aerial shot. Yep, maybe I've you're done like that. Masturbating. I've done that. <laughs> yep. I literally was in the bathtub and did it like bath down, and then that way, like my head was back over the bathtub, and so were my hands. It was a great A photo. Still my best nude yet. I can't wait to do that episode. Yep. So you could definitely send like a really steamy picture. Um, you can use voice memos or like just sending a little video of your voice. Mm-hmm. Your, maybe your voice is a little bit thicker. It's got that, like, sex appeal in it. Or that deep breathing going yeah. on. Or just, like, again, using those little dirty words. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're just like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. And that's just a little bit of clip you send, and he's just like, ah, I, I need <laughs> I think this one, too, using all the senses is really important. Um, I had sent Alyssa, like, a while ago a quiz. Like, it's an erotic quiz. So you take it, and it tells you what kind of... Like, it's like your erotic, uh, the erotic blueprint, blueprint. and yep. it tells you, like, what you are and, like, how you are. And I, like, took this quiz and I came out as sexual and exotic or sexual and erotic were, like, my top two. So I like, like, fetishes and things like that on top of the fact that, like, I need all of my senses, like, overloading at the same time. Like, I need the smells in the room. I need the music going. I need you talking dirty to me with your hands all over me. Like, I need all of that in order to, like, really be in the moment. Yeah, you're going to, like 
this is really like you're almost like putting on a performance. You're yes. setting the scenario. You're all mm-hmm. encompassing with the senses. Like you may even start masturbating. Maybe you're a uh, many lonely nights where Listen, you're, you're by yourself can- in your bed. And I then- used to light the candle, put on the mood music, lower the lights, baby, and go for it. That was like when I was single. That was the best way to do it. Yeah, and sexing can be as deep as you want it to be. Maybe mm-hmm. you, you're not comfortable masturbating when you're, you're sexting. Yes, when you're sexting, and you don't have to do that, but it is somewhere where you might go at some point. Yeah. You're feeling comfortable about it. Mm-hmm. Um, another tip is that this is not only for long-distance relationships. I think a lot of people think, oh, when we're, when we're apart, and for long periods of time, sexting is a really good way to keep it, like, spicy. Uh, it's sexual expression. It's a deeper intimacy, and it's a bit easier opening up when you're not face-to-face. Mm-hmm. So utilize it as such. Like I said, go while your man's at work. Maybe he's out on a party or something, mm-hmm. or your girl's at the beach having a girl's day, and you send her a little spicy, spicy mm-hmm. D-pick. I'm all about those spicy pics. Send them to me anytime, all the time, whatever. Like, I- I'm all about them. As long as, like, I'm in a relationship with you, I don't, like... No, I still used to, like, unsolicited dick pics even when I was single. I did. I was like, ooh, ooh, midday dick pic? That's cool. I like that shit. We like unsolicited dick pics from the person you're interested in. Yeah, <laughs> not... by that, not just random stranger dick pics. Yeah, definitely. Like, it was always, like, people that I had been having conversations with or talking to or interested in that I would get a spicy dick pic in the middle of the day, and I was like, we like that. Yeah. I like that. And I think that sometimes guys might struggle with, like, what to send if not a dick pic. Maybe you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Talk in the female gaze. Put, you know, your hands. Maybe your hands are gripping the sheets or you're gripping something and your your veins are popping out. Like, that's really... Jocelyn's making a face. She's already, like, hot and bothered about it. I'm already hot and bothered about things right now. The V, if you have a little V, right, you know, with a little bit of peach fuzz right Mm -hmm. before the D, you could show ass. We love ass. Mm -hmm. I know girls don't talk about it enough, but we love dudes' ass. I love legs. I am a legs. Mm. A good pair of legs on a man with a good set of calves. Forget it. I am over. Yeah. Over. I love it. And if you're not comfortable sending a nude, you can always just sweatpants. Do the sweatpants. Or like a a long uh, elongated view of you laying down, Mm -hmm. and there's just that like little bit of bulge, maybe. You know, there's so many. We we have to talk about nudes, but I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that episode. There's a lot of ways to do this, but, um, you know, sexing is a way to maybe be open um, when you're not feeling comfortable face-to-face. I still recommend getting to the point where you feel comfortable going face-to-face, but this is a great transition to Yeah, that. and it's a great start to also see, like, what your partner's comfortable talking about. Like, if you call them daddy through text and they instantly go, ooh, I don't like that, then you know you're not going to call your partner daddy Yeah, daddy's person. not a go for me. <laughs> I don't have, I don't like it. I'd rather call someone master before or something sir, else. Yeah, before anything I, else. Yeah. Um, so just get to know your partner's preferences. And my last and final tip is to utilize this as a teaching or learning moment. Mm. Um, you know, you are developing a fantasy of something you might actually want to try or maybe introduce to the relationship. And you're quote unquote teaching your partner the little ins and outs that make your you know sexual acts that much better for mm-hmm. you um do the same for your partner they're dropping golden hints these are literally pieces of gold if you pick them up you will only 
make your girl, your guy, your partner love you even more. Yeah. Because sexting is typically, if, if you're describing a scenario, it's probably something that you're interested in. Yeah, for sure. Or, like, the way you like to, you know, I like to be touched and kissed the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. So you could incorporate that and talk about, oh, I really want you to kiss really slowly down the back of my neck until you get to, and you trail off, you know, da, da, da. But, like, then your partner, if they pick up on it, they can start kissing you down your back of your neck, and now you're, like, all sorts of turned on. Mm-hmm. So use sexting as a little bit of a learning, teaching moment. It's only going to make sex better. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Do you have any other tips? No, no, not at all. I think you did a phenomenal job with this episode, so go ahead and take us out, my dear. Did we give enough examples of sexting? I think I think we gave enough examples of sexting. I'd say i throw a great example up on social media, but I think I'll get banned. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, take it... Take it short, sweet at first. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't have to be this elongated big book that you got to write. You don't have to write paragraphs. Mm -hmm. Um, No. And, you know. You'll get lost in all of that anyway, too, because you'll be trying to formulate that, like, perfect sentence. And, like, sometimes short and sweet is better. Like, oh, I'm dripping wet. I can't wait for you to come home. Like, that's a really easy one that I was, like, perfect. Oh, so the fact that you just said that, I missed a tip. You did, but I thought you skipped it on purpose. No, no. I actually want to talk about it because I think it needs to be said. Um, the tip that I missed was white lies are okay. So maybe you're not wearing that, you know, red lace set that you said you were wearing. You're actually wearing sweatpants, your hair is a mess, whatever. It's okay to lie a little bit. The white lies, like we said. Um, you're creating a fantasy. You're exploring each other's desires. It's not so much about the reality of it all. You might be cooking dinner. Like, you don't and say, your partner oh, hits I'm, you with a sex. I'm cooking dinner. <laughs> like, no, you could say, like, oh, I'm cooking in just an apron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as you guys don't have a plan that when you show up, you're going to be in that apron, it's okay to, like, say those little bit of white lies. Like, it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. It's, you're in the fantasy, not so much the reality. Yeah. It only gets dangerous when they look at you or they text you back and say, send me pics, and you're like, <gasps> where's that red lacy underwear? <laughs> do, crap, do I have a photo of me in red lacy underwear that I can screenshot and send? <laughs> That's when you just you just pull the panties out of the drawer, and you and just hold ha- them. drape them above. <laughs> you dampen them at the sink. <laughs> See, they're dripping wet for you. Put a little lube on it or something to make it slicky. <laughs> slicky, slicky. Uh, I'm just playing. I mean, there's ways to get around those things. Yeah. But it's just the hot, the fantasy of yeah. it all. You're trying to deepen the connection that you have with the person that you're sexting Absolutely. or dirty talking with. So I am going to roll us out. Our next episode, which is going to be, um, these next few weeks are going to be part of a series. Like I said, it's all going to be like love, relationships, sex. Um, so the next episode is going to be about first time and kissing styles. Hell yeah. I'm excited about that one. So I'm going to roll us out. Follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at tabletalks.podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And definitely do something daring, like send that sext. See you next week.